Hello, everyone. The clip you're about to hear is from one of our exclusive Patreon episodes. And if you'd like to hear the entire episode, please head over to patreon.com slash horrorqueers and subscribe today. It's kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, you're going to remake one of the most seminal horror films of all time. Mm-hmm. And you're going to give it to a first-time feature-length director, and you're going to give the writing gig to a first-time writer. Yeah. It, it seems like they were all buddy-buddy. Like they, they, All these people like knew each other in the industry of music videos or something like that. Hmm. So Nispel actually was against the idea of remaking this film, called it blasphemy like most people did at the time. But his longtime director of photography for his videos was Daniel Pearl. Daniel Pearl was the cinematographer of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre film. Which is bananas to me. I love that this guy was still working. Yeah. And I mean, and then he came on for this film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and convinced Nispel to do it. He did. Yeah. He basically goes, he, he, he wanted to book in his career with Chainsaw Films. And I think also <laughs> try something different. Because one critique that you see from like, not even critics, but like fans of the original is that this film doesn't look as grainy or as dirty as the original film. It's too sleek. It's too saturated. By design. Yeah, it's a, it, it was a deliberate creative decision. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, two Pearl's, like, I think his quote is even, like, he's like, oh, no, actually, I have it here. On an onset interview, he goes, people ask me, is it going to be as gritty and grainy as the last one I did? And he goes, no, I did that. There's no point in making the exact same film with the exact same look. Huh, huh. I know. <laughs> what a novel take for a remake, Trace. It's almost like somebody thought, oh, I'm not doing a shot-for-shot remake. Of course it's going to look different. Which, and that was something, too, watching the beginning today, I was like, oh, this one kind of apes the original more mm-hmm. so than the remake does. Because you have that dinner scene. There's even the shot of Jordana Brewster when she jumps out of a window, which, again, watching that movie right after watching the original, I was like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. they, they clearly went back and watched the original for this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the beginning feels more like a remake of that original than this one does. And I... Yeah. I can't help but feel it's because it's a prequel and they thought, oh, well, it should look more like the original. But I also don't understand that thought process because you immediately just draw comparisons. 100%. And I think that, I mean, I don't know. For me, and I know that opinions are going to differ, but I really do think that the changes this movie makes are for the better, but you're never going to win, right? Because no. you have people that are going to say, oh, it's too different. What are you going to do? But then if they do something that's closer, it's like, oh, well, the original did it better. This one's just ripping it off and it's a pale imitation. Yep. It's uh, honestly, it's one of the arguments of why I would never want to be involved in a remake because you, you're you damned if you do and damned if you don't. And like, even just the number of times that people bemoan a remake as though it somehow infringes on the existence of an original, it's like, you and I are remake apologists. Like, we yeah. love remakes. We welcome them. Because you know what? If the new one fucking sucks, you've got that original. It's still there. But you may also get a new favorite film. So why the fuck are you complaining? Well, and I will confess this. and Because people are like, oh, well, do you think the remake... Because, sorry, because my liking and loving of this remake is pretty well known. And people mm-hmm. always ask me, well, do you think it's better than the original? And I kind of... I, I don't compare them that way. Like, I, right. I I think that they are both very good at what they're trying to do. And I think it's almost impossible to compare them because of how influential the original was. The remake is influential from a money standpoint, from studios saying, oh, this is what people want. We're going to do this more. Yeah, they learned a lesson from it. Yes. The original was influential in terms of, like, helping to define the slasher genre, right? Like, your big mm-hmm. faceless boogeyman. 
Yep, your final girl, the particular aesthetic, the way kills are shot. I think for me, it's a fool's errand to compare and contrast remakes. Not that not that it isn't a fun exercise, but like ultimately, I don't think that you can really find winners and losers. Like that's a no sum game. I prefer to look at remakes as do they stand on their own, and then also is it interesting to do a nostalgic comparison to the original? I agree. I, I will say though that if if I'm going to grab either the original or the remake to just put on. I will put on this remake, like, hands down. The original is 15 minutes shorter, but... It feels long. <laughs> it feels long, but again, I think it's because, like, I, I, you know me and my timestamps. It, <laughs> it takes about 30, it's 35 minutes of watching the kids in the car talk to each other, walk around. It, you know, you had uh, pinged me the other day that an interview was saying how the first one was shot like a documentary. Right. And... It, it is because of the 16 millimeter film, but it also kind of feels like you're just like in there with these kids. Like it feels very, I don't want to say slice of life, but like, you know, you're just kind of on a day with these kids as they're going mm-hmm. to visit their grandfather's grave. But that being said, like, and it, it's not an enjoyable rewatch for me because I'm like, oh, I'm just watching these kids hang around and talk to each other. <laughs> like... <laughs> well, I think also if we're being honest, there's a generational gap here, right? Like, Texas Chainsaw Mm -hmm. Massacre, the original, is influential for all the reasons you talked about, but it's also, it it defines a generation of horror, right? Like, it's synonymous with 70s horror with the start of the slasher boom going into the 80s. And so it has that classic moniker for people like us, but it's also not our generation's Texas Chainsaw Massacre, for better or worse. So, like, for you, this new one works because it is a seminal film in your development as a horror fan. And it also defines a new generation of horror in the 2000s, which we ended up growing up on. And that being said, too, I still kind of balk at people that are younger than me, even that are like, oh my God, I love the remake. The original is so boring. Like, what? It's like, okay, well, I kind of agree that like some of it's boring, like especially the beginning. And I think you walk into it because when you have this reputation, you're like, oh, it's going to be this really gory gore fest. Or if if you've seen the remake, you're expecting something that's like that. Mm-hmm. But it's also kind of like, okay, like I, I get what y'all are saying, but you also have to like respect what this oh. film is, what yeah. it did, you know? 